Hello and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. And today we are talking about insecurities and kind of like, you know, where they begin and how they start to form. And so today I have with me my cousin Kenyana. Kenyana, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Yes, so I was thinking about this because I um, was trying to think about when... You know, this is a follow-up chat, but I just wanted to continue talking about this topic. I was trying to think of when one of my first insecurities formed and how long it actually lasted. And it really lasted a long time. I remember being in the sixth grade and I was walking with my friend, I won't say her name, but a boy said to both of us, "Mm, y'all got some big foreheads. (laughs) y'all got some big foreheads and that I never realized how long that stuck with me but do you know ever since he said that like after that day I would always ask my mom I need a bang like I would always do my hair where I had some kind of bang Um, even all through high school, you will not find a picture of me with my hair off of my face, Mm -hmm. even college. And then my hairdresser one day, she said, um, Donna, how come you never wear your hair off your face? Your hair would look so nice in a bun, right? And I'm like, no, 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 no. And she's like, trust me, just trust me. Girl, she put my hair back in this. And and at that time, they were doing them real fancy too, you know. Mm -hmm. And it looked so pretty. And then I was so mad at myself for all those years that I had talked myself into not liking my hair off my face. And it all stemmed back. It stemmed from that comment that that kid made in the... From some some big-headed little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, you know, I just... Like wow, but I wonder how many other people have experienced, you know, some type of comment being made, and it caused some type of insecurity that you probably don't even think about because it just started so long ago. But it continues, you know, into adulthood sometimes. And so I was just wondering, you know, your personal opinion. When do you think insecurities begin to develop? Like you, I think insecurities start in childhood. I say that because many children, think about children in terms of races. They don't even see the difference between them until someone says to them that you're not the same color as this person. Right. So I think it starts there. Um, Not necessarily that there is an insecurity in terms of race in that, in that instance, because sometimes it's just being told that you're different. You're not the same, whereas children think they're all the same. Right. Um, But I have to say, uh, I would agree with you about the bang thing. I remember someone saying (laughs) something to me. uh, (laughs) I wanna say, I think I was in sixth grade. Not only that I had a big forehead, but that I didn't have hair along, all the way along the temples. You know, I guess maybe that's a baby hair thing that I was not, you know, even into. But yes, I I think, uh, yes, it starts in childhood. 
So I, I think it definitely starts there, but I, it, you know, also you have to look at you know um, support systems. I think um, you're in a unique position as a teacher, you know, to help bring uh, children through secure insecurities. Um, mm-hmm. As a parent, I have that, you know, uh, it, I'm in a unique position because as a parent, you know, you you talk your children through insecurities. You know, you, you tell don't you know don't let that bother you. You know, or just don't pay any attention to that, that, you know, that kind of thing, you know, you can kind well, of help build people up, you know, so, but everybody doesn't have that. Right. And I see you have two girls. Have you noticed any security insecurities developing and you had to kind of nip it before yes. it continued? Yeah. Very early on, my younger daughter started saying that she was fat and I'm like, you too, you know what you're, and I think it started when she was eight. I was like, you know, first uh, of all, you're, you're too young to start worrying about weight now. It's, it's, it's <laughs> just the look. I'm telling you, if you can see the look on my face. I was like, you've got to be kidding. It cannot start this early. I just, I was really shocked that it started that early. Mm-hmm. But she, especially because she wasn't, you know, both of my girls are very thin. And I told them, please just hold on to that frame as long as you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, you know, hey, that's, you you go deal with that you know weight fight all your life you know unless you, you develop healthy habits early then you won't have to worry about it but you know eight years old you're not fat you're not you know no you're baby fat maybe but I'm like where where's the baby fat on you are you kidding me yeah so, and the fact that that was even something that she thought about right is kind of you know it's worrisome. Because you were there to block that. But right. what about the girls who don't have someone right. to to tell them, what do you mean? Like, you're not fat. Or what about the kids who don't ever express that they have an insecurity so that someone can block it right. or help them to see, you know, how great they truly are. Some people have real high self-esteem, but there can be that one thing that they are insecure about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because um, I was thinking, you know, do you think that insecurity is synonymous with low self-esteem? Not all the time. I think there are some people, and I hope I'm answering your question uh, without creating more. Um, but I feel like uh, sometimes there are people who kind of overcompensate um, for insecurities. Like they have the really big personalities because there is something that they feel uh, that... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they have an insecurity about that we never know about, you know? So it's always wondering like, why is she so over the top? Or why is he so much, you know? (laughs) And it may be because of something that is, you know, we have absolutely no, no, no context, you know, into why this no, no, no history into why this person is that way. You know, um, I don't know. I, 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 I just feel like there are some things that are, you know, surface level and there are some things that are very deep that we never know about. So, yeah, I actually asked my juniors a question, you know, um, I asked them, do you think a person can become insecure about something if they're not already insecure about it? And I'm probably asking that wrong, but it's like this. If you are not already insecure 
about something? Do you think a person can make you insecure about something? And then they came up with some really good answers. And like one of them, you know, said, well, it depends on the person. Like it could be the person that says something to you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like relationship wise. So your friend may say something to you and you not think anything about it. Mm -hmm. But if it's say a parent Mm -hmm. or someone you're in a relationship with, if they comment on one thing, And they can have you thinking about that like in a way that you've never thought about it before and make you totally insecure about it, even when you hadn't been thinking about it already, you know, as an insecurity, you know, because, you know, relationship is important. I don't know. What what are your thoughts? They came up with a couple of good answers, but, you know, I just thought that was interesting because, yeah, sometimes like I don't care what this one thinks, but if that one says this to me, then it's going to really hurt my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Well, what are your thoughts? Okay, so I have an example. I have an example I think will fall into this for you. And I don't know if it's a parenting style or not. Um, I'm not sure. But mama raised me to believe that I can do and be anything I want to be. And I used to look at, I used to want to be a Marine. Real bad, real bad. I want to join the Marine Corps. You know, growing up in South Carolina, you're in Beaufort, especially, we had three military bases. And it was nothing but Marines and Navy uh, servicemen all, all over the place. And I wanted to be a Marine. I didn't want to join the Navy necessarily. Um, that was probably second. Marine was always first. Now, my dad, although I know he would have been proud if I had joined the Marine Corps. He, his concern was that he had seen uh, black women Marines, especially be treated very harshly. He said, he, he looked at me being female and being black as a double negative. And he said, it's, it's a double negative. I, I really wouldn't want you to be a Marine. And so I didn't want to, all of a sudden, I didn't feel like I could do it or that I would be good enough, you know, in it, in the Marine Corps. Um, even though I had seen some female Marines, as a matter of fact, um, one of my best friends um, from school, from, you know, since we were kids, uh, she served uh, in the Marine Corps, she 20 years before she retired. And I, I loved it for her. <laughs> Um, you know, kind of, I, there are still days I wish I had joined the military, but I didn't because I believed him. Um, that's interesting. Even, even though I know he was coming from a place of he is from what he had seen, you know? Um, but you know, I, it's just interesting because I understand both sides where, you know, I just feel like with women, we love to give our children the freedom to believe and that's why I said it may not be fair um but I feel like women more than men give their children the freedom to believe that they can do and be anything and just go for it I feel like men look at things and say well I've been there I've seen this I don't want you to go through that pain and I understand that too Mm -hmm. um because it's, you know, it's wanting to protect your child. So I get it, 
Um, I just don't believe in limiting. You know, I like I want my girls. I feel like girls, especially, um, the world tells them no all the time. I feel like it is my responsibility as their parent, as their mother, to give them this space to understand or to, to, to hear enough yeses and have the space to create as much as they want because they have heard yes, to give them the atmosphere to grow in that yes, to be as creative as you want, to grow as much as you want. I mean, because, you know, I, I there are too many times I look back and, and, and wonder what part of the world I could have seen, who I could have met, what I could have done. You know how high my rank could have gone. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Plus, you were in that atmosphere. I mean, nothing yeah. but military, and we have a lot of military people in our family too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, you know, I I I see both sides, but you know, I don't like regret. So that's that's the other thing. You know, I don't I don't like that. I still wish that I had done it. I'd be in better shape. You know, all that kind of stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, but it's interesting though. When you look at the root and cause of insecurities, it's just interesting to see that, you know, they can come from really anywhere and they can start at any time in life. Unfortunately, a lot of them do develop early, but hopefully, you know, young people will have people in their lives to kind of guide them in a better direction. So that, like I said, so they can see that the thing that they're insecure about, they really don't need to be, yeah. And let me give you an opposite one. I remember one time uh, we were, it was a mentoring group and um, I came into, it was several meetings we had already already had. And I came in as one of the mentors to help, uh, you know, this group of girls. And one of the other people who were helping to mentor said I don't even know why you know I guess trying to (laughs) I don't know how quiet she was trying to be but she made the the comment I don't know why they like her so much y'all act like she's the bomb talking about talking about me (laughs) now the thing was Mm. I did not even know I was giving off that kind of energy um maybe she was just hating Clearly, you know, and even there are times it was so funny that I never, you know, really paid attention, but it, it, it came back to me recently and I was like, you know, it didn't bother me. I didn't let it bother me. Um, but I was like, I wonder if I was onto something, you know, as far as, um, if I had tuned in to being more of whatever she saw (laughs) that she felt threatened. Because honestly, um, she was the kind of person that usually um, struck fear in people. So that's why I think I was shocked that okay. she would say that. You know, it was like, she would say that about me? Interesting. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just saying, you just sometimes you just never know. I mean, it didn't, it didn't do anything in terms of the way I treat people or interact with people one way or the other. Um, like I said, except for now, I wish, you know. But maybe your presence <laughs> made her insecure. Maybe. And that's not something that she was used to. Maybe she was used to being the one 
you know, doing all the, the things that you were doing and you didn't need her help or anything. And so, but a person like that would never say that they were insecure. Right. She would never ab- admit that she was insecure about your being there. There are people who like to be in control or feel like they are the only ones that can run something. Mm-hmm. And so then when someone else comes in their presence and is able to do the same thing as well, or, you know, if not better, that can cause some insecurity in that person. It's like, wait a minute, but I'm the one that does this. I'm, you need me. You know, you need my help. I, I I don't need, I don't want, now I don't want your, I don't want you here. I don't want them knowing that I am indispensable or dispensable. Yeah. I don't want them knowing that somebody else could do the job that I've been doing. So that can make that, you know, a person insecure as well. You know, uh, insecure about their position and where they stand, you know. So I guess there's all kinds of insecurities. I don't know. I just, I don't know what made me think about that. The other, oh, I know. Because another conversation I had about, you know, people and compliments. You know how some people just, you know, you say something like, I like your shirt. And they're like, oh, this? You like this? Oh, okay. You know, like just not able to accept it because they're just insecure about their own self. Like. Or just insecure about receiving compliments. I don't, I'm not. I'm not, um, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not very good at receiving compliments. And it's not, I don't know why. It must be an insecurity somewhere. I, don't, I have, I just can't tell you what it is. Um, I, you know, I've, but I've had to consciously tell myself, don't say blah, blah, blah. Just say thank you. <laughs> just say thank you be done with it just leave just say thank you and leave you know <laughs> or you feel like to... you have to say to them oh well thank you you know what so is yours I, We're so I was just shut up <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask you are you one of those that has to come right back with another yep. compliment mm-hmm. yep now build folks up I don't know <laughs> That's interesting because, you know, I did a chat about this with Regina and um, we brought up, you know, that idea of people just having to say, but she said, you know, just um, some people think it's just polite, you know, and then some people, like she said, don't know how to take a compliment or, you know, it's just, it's very interesting that you are one of those that will come right back with the compliment. I had a friend in school, every time I said, I like something about her, like, I like your hair. She'd be like, oh, I like yours too. I like your shirt. I like yours too. I'm like, it got to the point where it's like, I just stopped complimenting her because I knew now that you're just saying it back to be saying it. Like you wouldn't even have, she didn't even have time to look at what I had on to tell me that she liked it. So like, I know it's just automatic. So then at that point, it's not even genuine. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just saying it to be saying it. But um, yeah, that's interesting. But um, anyway, we could keep talking, <laughs> but we won't. So if you have been listening up to this point, thank you for hanging with us. If you want to follow us, and I hope you do, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can listen to our episodes on CousinChat.com. That's C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com. Links to your favorite podcast streaming platforms are there as well, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and, you know, all the others. 
Um, so usually we always have a takeaway. And so today, the takeaway for me would just be to just, you know, be yourself, love yourself for who you are. And, you know, as far as those insecurities, as soon as you start to see that a, an insecurity is developing, just try to nip it, you know, try to tell yourself something, you know, positive or just, I don't know, whatever you could do to get that insecurity out of your head, get it out early. And if you know any young people, if you work with young people and you see insecurity starting to develop, just try to guide them around that and let them know that they really have nothing to be insecure about. And um, I don't know, Kenyatta, do you have anything to add to that takeaway? I thought that was a perfect takeaway. Thank you. No, you're good. <laughs> okay, because I'm feeling a little insecure about my takeaway. You oh, sure you don't want to add anything? <laughs> please (laughs) anyway so that's all we have for today folks um so till we come back to our next chat i'm donna i'm kenyatta and this has been cousin chat Chat. all right bye everybody be blessed